I'm health coach Heather, and you are listening to episode 114, Time Management. You're listening to the Healthy Families Rule podcast, hosted by health coach Heather master health coach and wellness educator specializing in family health. This show is about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. Hang out with me each week to learn practical coaching tips, parenting advice, nutrition and exercise suggestions, and stress reducers to apply to your mental and physical well-being. Come listen to all the Healthy Families Real podcast episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I am your host, Heather Mitchell, with the Healthy Families Rule podcast. This is a podcast that might feel a little bit random at times as we talk about life coaching issues and we talk about health issues as well. So it's not under one big umbrella because we bring in parenting and recipes and exercise tips and then uh, anxiety and stress and depression and mental tips. So this is really a generalized podcast for your lifestyle and your well-being. And with that being said, today I want to dive into a topic that I'm hearing from my clients a lot lately. So typically I take notes during my week about things that clients are struggling with. And then if I can make a podcast around that topic, I'm pretty sure it's going to help a lot of you guys out there as well. Okay. So many of you know that I do health coaching and I coach a program called Optivia for people who want to lose weight. And they're basically in that weight loss program. It's amazing. And then I have another program that's just life coaching with a nutrition component to it, where I do some deeper mental the help for people who have some blocks where they can't move forward. So it's more of a lifestyle coaching. A lot of people might have issues with their business or they're struggling there, or they might have issues in a relationship with their spouse or a child, and they can bring those to the coaching calls weekly and get help. Well, I'm noticing that time management is a big issue for my clients, and that's why I want to talk about time management today. Time management is one of those things that once we figure this one piece out in our life, it feels like everything else is doable and more balanced. And that's what I want to give you guys is is peace of mind and to feel more balanced with the decisions you're making around how you're spending your time. When I go into a health assessment with a potential client who's thinking about coaching with me, one of the questions I ask them is about their time. And I say, on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel about time in general on a scale of one to 10? And they might give me an answer like, well, it's maybe a three or a four or a five or a six. And I say, okay, what would make it a 10? And that's where I get the answer from them because they'll say something like, well, I wish I had more time to spend with my husband or my children or, or, you know, I wish I had more time to just read a book or do more personal development. I wish I had time to exercise more or meal plan and prep my food. I wish I had time to play a musical instrument. There's always a wish or a desire of something they wished they could have done 
with the time they were given in that 24 hours in the day. And this is where I want to help my clients and and you guys out there who are listening really to let you know that you have the time. We just have to find where we're spending our time and how we're spending our time and how that time can be allotted to the things we actually really, really want in our life. Okay. So when we talk about time, people have thoughts like this. I don't have any time to do what I want to do. Or how am I possibly going to do everything I said yes to? Or they might have a thought like this. If they see somebody who's, you know, vacationing or spending their time reading a book or they see a post on social media, someone's, you know, relaxing or doing something that they'd want to do. They, they think the thought, well, that would be nice. Be nice to have that much time to do that, to do that. And then they feel jealous because they're now comparing themselves. So that, that thought, that would be nice, brings a feeling of jealousy in their heart. And from jealousy, what does that produce in their life? Is that benefiting them? Or how is it benefiting them? I should say rather, because it's not. It's just making them spin out in the same cycle of jealousy and comparison and still not taking action on the things that they want to get in their life. So that thought, that would be nice, is not a useful thought. And the thought, I don't have time to do what I want to do. Well, I would like to suggest that we look at all the things you do want to do. Let's get really clear on what it is you actually want to do. Okay. And once you get clearer and you make a list of, you know, it would be nice to sit and read a book. It would be nice to exercise every day. It would be nice to, to have time to meal plan. I would love to, I would love to do some more personal development and have time to listen to podcasts or read a book or, or develop a new hobby or make a new friend or go out with friends in general. That would be nice to have time. That would be nice, right? Um, I don't have any time to do what I wanna do. You make a list of those things that would be nice, that you would like to do. And then we look at your time. We look at every hour of your day. What are the necessary commitments? What time do you have to be to work every day? Okay. Do you have any breaks in your day for a lunch break? I need to know your breaks. I need to know where your breaks are when you take a break because it's, it's, it's illegal to not give employees a break. I want to know what times your breaks are. I want to know what time your lunch break is. Okay. And then I want to know what time you get home from work. I want to know from the time you get home from work to the time you go to bed, how many hours are right there. We're going to look at your schedule and see how you're spending your time. Now, what are some time wasters? What are we wasting time on that we're not able to go out and create the life we want to create? Number one is social media. We have no restrictions, my friends, when it comes to social media. Nobody's setting timers if they're getting on social media to hold themselves accountable. They're just scrolling mindlessly and pretty soon a couple hours has passed. So that's number one, checking emails, returning emails. I mean, does this, when can we allot a specific amount of time for that? Do we have to keep checking our email? Looking at the phone every second, 
to see if there's a ping or a ding, turn your notifications off. We have so many apps that ping us all the time over silly little stuff. And when our brain is just like sucking in the reward of that ding, who's that? Who's that? Who's calling? What is this? What is this update? What's this notification? Like our brain really wants to know all the time what's pinging on our phone. So we have to turn our phone on airplane mode or silent mode when we want to do our things that we want to do and the things we have to do. So we got to stop looking at our phone every second. Netflix, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, YouTube, TikTok. What are you spending time doing, you guys? And why? What, why is it serving you to go watch a bunch of videos on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram? You're wasting more and more time doing that than you could possibly imagine. And then you're going to go and compare your life to someone who's not doing that and go, gosh, I wish I had their life. It would be nice. But this is how you're spending your time. Maybe you're not doing that stuff, but you're spending time at social events with friends or groups of people that you enjoy, but maybe you're spending too much time. Like maybe you're going to lunch and your lunches are lasting two hours. You could cut that down to one hour and have an extra hour to yourself to do other things. Did you know? Like there's, we go out with people, right? And we end up not even like saying how long we're going to be out with these people. We're just going to be out with them until it's over. And sometimes it's an, it's at a girl's night. And even then we decide to go out at 7 p.m. and we're not home till 11 or midnight. How many hours did we waste? Not waste, but how many hours did we spend doing that? when we could have split that time in half even and been filled up by our friends, but also came home and read a good book and had some me time and some downtime and some, some self-care time. We could have split that time in half. We, see, these are things we don't think about. What about just texting people in general? Like I get texts throughout the day all the time and I just, my brain is always like, we gotta answer that text. We got to solve this person's problem right now. And my kids will be like, mom, come on, let's go do this thing. And I'm like, no, I got this client. They need me to solve this for them right now. They don't need me to solve it for them right now. In fact, they're better off if I don't always solve their problems 24-7. Let them figure it out. But my brain wants to solve the thing right away. We have to be onto ourselves here. What about cleaning house to avoid the things we say we want to do? Maybe you're thinking, oh gosh, it'd be nice to start a podcast. I've been saying I was going to do that forever, but I got dishes in the sink. I got a load of laundry I got to do. So I, I, I can't start a podcast right now. I can't learn to play that song on the piano that I really want to learn for this particular event or whatever. I can't, I can't go out and exercise with a sink full of dishes or a floor that needs vacuumed. Do you see how we blame things on house cleaning sometimes? And then sometimes it's the other way around where I have clients that are like, man, I wish I had time to clean my house. But they're scrolling social media. They're spending their time on social media and TikTok. And they could have been cleaning their house. So all we have to do is look at where you're spending your time. Because when you don't spend your time the correct way, and then you don't you don't fulfill your life and fill up your cup with all the things you want to do, guess how you feel? These are, these are the top feelings I hear from clients. 
I'm overwhelmed. Overwhelmed is always number one. By all the things I have to do, I'm overwhelmed. I'm stressed out. I'm anxious. I'm worried that I won't get it all done. I'm worried that I'm going to let somebody down because I got to say yes to all these other things. Now, I come from a religious background. I am from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And within that church, we have callings. They just, they pull us into the, the office and they say, hey, we've prayed about it. Here is the calling we want you to take on. You are going to be in charge of the primary kids, or you are going to be in charge of the women in the ward and teaching them a lesson every Sunday, or it could be anything that they give you a calling about. Now you can say no, but we don't say no because we feel the calling comes from the Lord. Like it's on our hearts to do that thing too. So in addition to having full-time jobs and being full-time parents, we now have a church calling that we feel accountable to. And you can take your thoughts anywhere with this. You can say, well, that's not fair. Why would the church ask us to do this? That's putting people out. That's breaking up family time. You can take your thoughts anywhere. I choose not to. And and this is a personal thing for people. If, if you say no, you say no to callings or whatever. If you say yes, you say yes because you have you know there's a greater growth that needs to take place within you to learn a new type of skill. It might even be just be patience. And it might even be just time management to see how you manage your time and balance your family work and church time. How can you do it all? And this is where you got to get really, really good with learning how to use a calendar. I have to use two calendars um, because I got a lot of things in my life that I have to remember. So there's my day planner that I'm writing in. And then there's there's the calendar on my phone. So the night before... I'm looking at my calendar on my phone because I've already plugged in all the things for the week that I have to do. And the night before, I'm putting these timers into my phone to go off at the specific times that I need to do the specific things. So if I have a coaching call at 9 a.m. in the morning, I have to put a timer in my phone the night before for 9 a.m. or the morning of. I, I just have to always be looking at my calendar to hold me accountable to the things that I need to get done so that I don't waste my time scrolling social media or cleaning my house or or my brain will just go to something else that I'm doing that's actionable, but not in the right direction I need to be in. So this is important to start mastering your brain around this stuff and holding yourself accountable to your schedule. Now, some people, and this is how I was at first too, is like, I don't want a calendar or anything. I'll just try to remember. I'll just keep it all in my brain. So what would happen? I would forget. And then I would forget to set a timer for a coaching call. And I did. I missed a coaching call once. It was at uh, four in the morning. I had a coaching call because it was for someone on the East Coast or the East Eastern Standard Time. And I'm, I was on Mountain Standard Time. And she could only coach at this time in the morning for her, which was 6 a.m., which was 4 a.m. for me. I didn't set my alarm for 3.30 in the morning. I just, I forgot about it. I didn't even, for some reason, it didn't, didn't cross my mind to even put it in my calendar. And that is a big no-no. And I felt terrible. And this is why calendaring is so important. Um, you mess up once like that, and I promise you just don't want to go through the guilt you're going to put on yourself of doing that twice. So... Anyways, 
I, ne- I never not put a timer now in my phone for the events that I have that day. And if I'm saying yes to too much, I just know by the end of the day, I, got, I just tell my brain, okay, if something comes up, I need to just say no. I have to say no. I've got, I have too much and it's causing me to forget certain things. So this tells me I'm not filling my cup of needing my alone time either. If I don't have time for me throughout the day, if there's not a 15 or 20 minute window where I have just to sit down and take some deep breaths and relax, then I'm probably saying yes to too many things. And I have to check that. Now, when it comes to exercise, let's talk about when would you have time to do that? Because a lot of people say, I just don't have time to exercise. They say the best time to exercise is early in the morning, but it doesn't have to be early in the morning. What time are you going to bed where you can't get up an extra hour earlier or extra half hour earlier to get a workout in? It'll take you 15 to 20 minutes to do a workout. It doesn't need to take you an hour. And then if you have to shower because you got sweaty, we got to consider that time. So that's why I say just an extra hour earlier because you never know if you're going to need to shower or whatever. And I'd like you working out three days a week minimum. So what is it you're going to do? What's your exercise? What time do you have to be awake to get ready to do that before you go to work? And what time are you going to bed then so that you're getting your eight hours in order to get up to do your exercise? And a lot of people are going to bed way too late that they don't have time in the morning to get their exercise in because they were watching a show or they were hanging out with friends. And that's fun too, but that can't become the norm for your life. That's fun stuff that can happen here and there. But the norm needs to be, I take care of my body for my own health so that as I age, I don't have stiffness, achy joints, disease coming on because I've taken care of myself. I've taken care of my mental, I've taken care of my physical. And that's why exercise is so important because it oxygenates the brain, oxygenates your body in a way that you can't get any other way. We need that oxygen. Did you know like a liver that's thriving and has good oxygen, it will never get cancer if you have a healthy liver. And we wanna take care of our liver. There's so many ways I can teach you how to do that. But taking care of that exercise and making sure that that's getting done so that you stay motivated to continue to do that because once you fall out of the habit, as you know, it is not easy to get back in, okay? So if, if early mornings don't work for you for exercise, we gotta look at your schedule during the day. Do you have a lunch hour at work? What can you do on your lunch hour where you don't get all sweaty, but you're still building up that, that heart rate, getting it up? You could do a brisk walk for 15 minutes. Come back and eat your lunch for 15 minutes and then you're back to work. There's things we can do, right? That we can really say, well, you know, I really could do it this time. I'd rather, I'd rather not, but I could. And then just hold ourselves accountable and learn to be more disciplined with that. Discipline equals freedom, you guys. Meal planning and meal prepping. People don't do this at all. And then they don't have a plan for the week. And so they eat out all the time. So if you just get in the habit of Friday and Saturday, I'm just going to look through my meals for the week, whatever's on my protocol, the way I want to eat, the healthy way, I'm going to make a meal plan. And if I don't have time to go to the grocery store, there's always Instacart. There's always delivery services. Or I can just go on the app to the store. They'll get all my groceries in sacks for me. And I just drive up to the thing and pick them up. I might tip them two or three bucks, whatever. 
but I'm going to do that instead because it saves me all that time and money walking through the aisles of the store, picking out foods that aren't really healthy for my body that make their way into the cart. It's better for me even to just pay the extra $10 for Instacart to deliver it than me walking through the store spending an extra $30 on things that aren't good for my body, are junky. We don't look at it that way. So we have to find these ways to cut down on the time that we spend whatever it is we're doing. If we don't have time to grocery shop, okay? If we don't have time to go pick up certain things or do certain things, who can we hire to go do that for us to save us that time? That's an, that's an important thing that people need to look at. All right, so meal planning and meal prepping on a Sunday. If you just said, you know, this is kind of my downtime, but Sunday, I think I have an hour or two to chop some veggies and get the hummus together and get them in little baggies ready to go for snacks. Um, I think I have time to throw some chicken in the Instapot and shred it up for salads that week. I think I do have some time to just roast a, um, a cookie sheet full of vegetables and just container them and grab, have them to grab and go. It saves you so much time in the week to spend an hour or two up front on a Sunday to do things like that. But we don't do it. Why? Because we're sitting down watching TV and scrolling social media and doing all these other things that our brain wants to do because it feels good. So we have to teach our brain to get out of the habit of those things in order to have our best life and our dreams fulfilled and our balance in our brain going because we've now managed all these other things. Okay? because of our time management. So time management is so important, you guys. And when you learn how to do this, now you feel calm and relaxed. You feel less stressed about everything that's going on in your life. You're calendaring things, you're putting it in, and then you're holding yourself accountable to doing it and sticking to your calendar. It's the best way. And it might not feel like it's for you right now, but if what you're doing isn't working and getting you the results you want, then try this. This could be the best way for you. You never know until you try. So start using the calendar in your phone. Just start putting in right now, like what do I have coming up next week that for sure are my commitments? What would I like to get done? Let me put those things in the calendar. If I would like to clean my house, let me do it from these, these certain times during the week. If I would like to play the piano or read a good book, let me put that in my calendar and let me work around those things. And then wherever I have some gaps here and there, I might have a 10 minute window here and there, then I might scroll social media, but I'm going to put a timer on that and make sure it's only 10, 20 minutes here and there. And it's not going to turn into two hours. If I want to watch a show on Netflix, um, maybe I do it between this hour in the evening and I grab my laundry basket and I start folding some clothes while I'm watching a show, or I do my stretches, or maybe I'm doing some push-ups or planks, doing some exercise. We can, people think you can't multitask, but here's where you really can, is when there's a show on and you're just sitting there, you can multitask, my friends, I promise, okay? So I wanna leave you with that because I know it's gonna bring on more feelings of completeness and wholeness and happy and joy with your life and the way you're living your life. If you can learn this time management skill now, It'll save you, save you so much more time in the future, okay, to, to actually do the things that you want to do. But we have to stop doing those time wasters. We have to start calendaring and we got to start prioritizing those things that we really say we want. We're not getting the results because we're not doing the things that get us the results. And so if you just put those things on your calendar, 
and you start holding yourself accountable and you stay disciplined to that, then the freedom comes. The freedom and the peace come from having that time management and having spent your time exactly the way you wanted to, whether it was with your kids, with your grandkids, with a spouse, we can calendar all of that. Even if it's just one-on-one time with a child, you want to have more time to spend with them, to help them connect with you more, put it on the calendar because that's an important piece to your 10 out of 10, my life is great, is the relationships and creating the relationships in your life. It's not all the busy work. It's the relationships that matter the most. And I know you want to build those up. So put it on your calendar and let's start managing our time better as a people. And we can teach others how to do this too. So we have less stress, less overwhelm, less anxiousness and depression, feelings of being worried. And we have more people stepping into their power, into their truth, into who they really want to be. All right, you guys, I want you to have a beautiful rest of your day. And as I close out today, I will let you know, I do have a workshop coming up next Thursday. It's called How to Kick the Sugar Habit. So if you're a person who has a sugar addiction or you just love to eat sugar and it's finding its way into your life every single day, you need to come to this free masterclass that I'm teaching next Thursday. It's at 10 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. There possibly will be a replay. So just sign up at the link in the show notes, or um, if you go to my Facebook or Instagram account, there is a link there in my bio or profile, and you guys can always sign up there too. You'll see it right there. Have a beautiful rest of your day, you guys, and wishing you all the best with time management. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Healthy Families Rule podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you'd like any further help from me, you can go to healthcoachheather.com. You can fill out a health assessment and you and I can jump on a quick phone call and I can help you decide if a program that I coach is a good fit for you. Let's get you and your family healthy in 2022.